Welcome to the Leadership School Podcast. I'm your host, leadership and self-care coach, Kyla Kofer. Here at the Leadership School, you'll hear leaders from around the world sharing their stories and expertise on how to lead with balance and integrity. Our goal, teach you how to be an extraordinary leader. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Leadership School. I am your host, Kyla Kofer. And like always, it is such a pleasure to be here with you and to connect with you in this space. So today I was remembering back in high school when I was on the speech team. I had been taking speech and I really loved it and found out my high school had this speech team. And I thought, sure, I'll try it out. Knew nothing about it, really. I'd never been on it. I think Maybe I was like a, a junior and um, I was really unsure about it, insecure about it. I saw all these students who were really excelling at it and kind of seemed to know what they were doing. And I just floundered along. But I entered two different uh, competitions, I guess, on in the speech team. They have different areas that you can do. You can do like informative speeches, persuasive speeches, different types of speeches. I chose persuasive speech. We had been working on one in class. I'd done prepared my persuasive speech and my teacher had given me some guidance and the guidance included, yeah, I don't know that this is a good persuasive speech. It's more like an informative speech, but I'm pretty stubborn. And I think that when I know something, I know it, right? I guess we all might do that in a way, but I did not listen to her advice and I thought, oh yes, I think I can make it. And she goes, okay, okay, okay. We'll find a way. And I also did um, what we called OID, Oral Interpretation of Drama. And I worked with two other people. And we did these kind of forward-facing sketches. We were really, really, really successful in ours. It was pretty entertaining. It was funny. We even won first place in one of the competitions. Um, I can't, you know, I wish I could remember all of our um, competitions and how that went. But we did pretty well. But I remember our very first speech competition. (laughs) I showed up. I did my persuasive speech and I got last place. I mean, I bombed it. All the other students had their speeches memorized. I did not. I had not really rehearsed or practiced mine. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. It was really not very persuasive. I still remember the topic. I I was very religious. And so I had done this speech on convincing people that I don't even know how I thought it was persuasive. Now that I'm thinking about it, the topic was love. And it was the four different types of love because there are different types of love. There's um, different words in Greek for love. And I learned this through my religion. And I wanted to tell people about that and convince people that there were different types of love, I guess. I don't know. But my speech was terrible. It was clearly nobody loved it. And um, I remember sitting in that classroom watching because we had them at schools. And uh, I remember watching other students give their speeches and they were good. They would walk around the room. I would just, I just stood up in one space and delivered my speech. They had their speeches memorized. And I thought, oh man, these people are really amazing and I'm not doing so great. And so before I even get up there, I'm already talking down to myself, telling myself how terrible this is going to be. Then I get my speech. And of course, it was terrible. I get last place. And so guess what I did? Well, I read read all the reviews. And man, the feedback was really good. The feedback people gave me was extremely helpful. Now, I could have done something really great with that feedback. I could have taken that feedback, rewritten my speech, heck, created a new entire speech and done something different. But what did I do instead? 
Oh, that's right. I quit. I quit the persuasive speech section. Now, I still did my OIDs with my team, and that was fun, but I I just didn't even try again. I never tried to give that speech again. I never tried to persuade anybody in that again. Instead, I just said, I'm terrible at this. I can't do it. I failed. It's not going to go well, and I'm done. So fast forward now, and here I am, and I write speeches for a living and give talks for a living, and here I am thinking, man, if I could have tried again, if I would have not given up back in high school, I would have had so much more practice. I would have had so much better feedback. I would have had an opportunity there in a safe place to really put forth every effort that I could to keep failing or at least try and improve, but to try. But instead, I let my negative side win. I let my failures win. I let my failures speak loud enough that I didn't even try, which has really made getting into the speaking business a lot more challenging because I was not as versed in all these failures. Now, thankfully, I still honestly, because that was such an impactful event for me, I still remember some of that feedback and am able to reapply that to my speeches now, which is, it's just amazing that I can even remember that, that far back. But, um, but it was such a negative experience. You know how we hold on to those negative experiences that I, I have been able to use some of that advice. And maybe I just remembered it so that I could have it for this moment. But I cannot help but think, what would happened? What would have happened if I would have just not given up? You know, we are faced with a lot of failure in our lives. We're faced with a lot of negativity. We're faced with a lot of times where we just don't know what the heck we're doing, what situation we're about to enter, what's going to ha- come next. We don't know. You can never know. But to quit, to give up just because it went badly, I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud of that moment. And so my hope in sharing this story is that you can maybe learn a little bit from that experience that you can think, okay, I'm going to really fail here in this moment. And that's going to be okay because what is this going to do for me? What does failure do for us? It teaches us. It pushes us forward. It helps us improve. It helps us grow. I would have way rather have failed on the speech team in high school in a low risk situation than fail on a stage in front of thousands of people. I would have way rather failed and gotten bad reviews and kept trying and maybe got 10th place instead of last place, than maybe fifth place. Maybe to learn, oh, hey, my teacher might have been right. I probably shouldn't be doing this speech. What else can I do a speech on? And then learn about a new topic where I could have had something that would have been really, really powerful and persuasive. To learn better about persuading and the importance of that and the difference between persuasion and manipulation. I've asked a lot of guests about that because I think that's important to know and to talk about. But think about all the lessons that I could have learned had I not given up. Now, because I did give up, I did still learn a lot of lessons. I learned that I don't feel good about myself when I give up. (laughs) So I've learned that I I don't want to be that person anymore. I've learned that I was that person before. I've tried that. It didn't work for me. So now I'm going to try something different. I'm going to show up. I'm going to fail. Something's not going to go right, but I'm going to try anyways. And when it doesn't go right, guess what? I'm going to do it again. I'm going to try a second time. I'm going to try a third time because that's what practice is. It's just failing over and over and over until we finally get it right. And that's what we're going to do here in our leadership when we're going to show up every day. 
We're going to make a mistake. You're going to have to apologize to someone. You're going to have to go back and go, that decision was the wrong one. That did not work out. And that's not something to hang on to, to shame yourself about, to shame other people, your employees, your coworkers about, to feel bad about forever and ever and ever. You just say, okay, now let's break this down. What did this failure teach us? Me quitting taught me that I don't want to be a quitter. Me failing taught me that when I'm in in front of a room full of people, I want to have my speech memorized. Me failing taught me that sometimes people who have more experience than I do should be listened to. (laughs) I can still see my teacher's face in front of me. Mrs. Wynn, thank you. You are amazing. My failure taught me when I'm standing in a room in front of people to move around. You don't have to stand there frozen like a statue. Take a few steps. Be intentional about your movements. It's really helpful when you're on a stage. My failure taught me the importance of trying, the importance of not giving up, and the importance of believing in myself. That when I don't believe in myself, that's how I show up. I show up without that belief. When I do have belief in myself, like I did with my OID team, and you want to know why we were successful on that team? Because we practiced a lot and we worked together towards something. It taught me that failure doesn't have to be the end of the game. Failure is just the beginning of the dreams that we have, the things that we're wanting to pursue, amazing goals, making a difference in our lives, making a difference in the lives of the people we're around, in our communities, in our jobs, just keep expanding the pond in our states, countries, in the world. We're all going to fail. We're all going to get something wrong, but we can always work on making it better. And yes, at some point, it may be time to go, this is really not working out. Just like with my speech, I could have kept trying and I should have kept trying, but at some point I would have had to say, this is not the right speech. Something about this speech isn't coming across well. I either need to figure that out and change the speech or change the topic. Failure is going to teach us how to move forward. And sometimes it teaches us what we really want. Don't forget to look at that. Failing at one thing whether it be a relationship, a job, whatever, it may teach you that it's not something you really want. You know, I've lost a couple of jobs. And I remember one of them, it was at my 90 day review. And maybe I've talked about this before, but um, I, I, <laughs> I've gotten hired for, for um, this job as an administrative assistant to a designer. And I had left a study job to go work there. It was a huge pay raise. I was really excited about it. I lived just down the street from it. So I worked 90 days and at 90 days, they were supposed to give me a raise and I walked in there and I was super confident. I felt like I had done a great job. I still can tell you, I know I did a great job. I worked really hard there (laughs) and they let, the first thing they said was that they let me go. And I remember feeling like totally confused, like a failure and wondering what on earth I was going to do next. I mean, how was I going to pay my bills? How was I going to manage everything? I just moved into this house. Like, what was I going to do? (laughs) And um looking back, it's really easy to say, I didn't want to be an assistant to a designer. I didn't want to be an assistant at all. I didn't want this anymore. And I kept pursuing these jobs because it was what was available to me. It was what I thought I could do and should do is what I thought my career was supposed to be in. But I really, that's not what I was meant to be and do. Can I do it? Yeah. Can I do great at it? Yeah. Did I go after that and go do some more assistant jobs where I just rocked at? Yes, I did. And I was really good at it. And I I am grateful for those experiences, the things that I learned from it. But um, 
that failure taught me that's that was not my path. And had I not had that decision made for me, I may have continued to work there because my brain couldn't get out of the thinking, this this small thinking that that was what I was supposed to be doing because that was the job that was in front of me. Now, it turns out that company was not really a reputable company. And so that helped. It didn't make me feel too bad about myself um, because, I mean, I just wasn't going to beat myself up for it. But it, it was a hard situation and everything worked out. I found work. I started finding things that I really loved to invest in. Because of that, I met my husband. Because of that, I got jobs that really gave me some great skills that I really needed to run my business. Gave me things that really pride in my work on my future jobs. So that failure there ended up really just being a great teacher. So embrace the things that you feel like you've done wrong. Don't run away from them. Ask the questions. What can I learn from this? What is this teaching me? Was there anything I could have done differently? And if the answer to that is no, then let it go and move on. If the answer to this is yes, work through that. Practice it. Find out, okay, so if I could have done something differently in that situation, how do I want to act going forward? How do I want to be when that comes back up again? Because that exact same situation you know isn't going to come back up again. It's not going to be exactly like that. But something is going to happen. We're always building on the tools and the skills that we've learned before. And so if we're not asking our questions of how can we show up here in this space, what can we learn from it, then we're going to have to keep learning those things until we can grasp it and move on. Thank you for joining me on this journey to grow in our leadership. If you enjoyed this episode, you've got to check out the leadership and self-care coaching programs on my website at kylacofer.com. Let's change the world together.